Hi, everybody. It's Kimberly. I am an eternal life student, which simply means human. At the end of the day, that really is the only title that we need. I think that uh, one of the most important things that we can do is learn from each other. I consider people like open books. We've all experienced different things and we can learn from each other by doing so. Today, I have a guest speaker, Abhinav Kumar. Hi, how are you doing? You doing good today? Hey, Kimberly. Yes, I'm doing great. <laughs> uh, great. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from and things like that? Sure. So uh, I'm from India. Mm -hmm. uh, I finished my post-graduation in literature and communication studies back in the month of May. Okay. And I'm a post-graduate now. <laughs> nice. That's great. <laughs> and yeah, I've started working for a digital marketing agency. I work for the designation of growth manager. Nice. And it's been a good six months, a lot of learning experience. Oh, great. So, yeah. Okay. Well, welcome. Yeah. Welcome. I, I appreciate you joining our show. Um, I know that you have a very interesting topic that uh, we've been hearing a lot about. So um, maybe you would give us some insight. The uh, topic today is imposter syndrome, correct? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. So can you uh, tell us a little more about this, uh, this topic? Sure. So what I believe is that imposter syndrome is a feeling, is a feeling of self-doubt, doubting your own abilities, and the feeling of fraudulence that we all have persistently throughout our journeys from school towards the latter half of our life. Yeah. Uh, this is a feeling that some of us encounter at a very uh, trivial age and some of us encounter as while we grow up. Mm -hmm. So if I had to loosely uh, define the imposter syndrome phenomenon, it's just basically doubting your own abilities in the comparison of your peers or to the external world, influenced mm -hmm. by the external powers that, you know, often lead us to doubting our own abilities and capabilities of adhering to a task or, uh, you know, overseeing a certain task in our daily lives, or maybe even doubting ourselves to be in a position that we are. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. That's like the fundamental definition. You, that was a very good definition. <laughs> I've, I've actually researched it a little bit and, and you know, you're spot on. That, that defines it in all different ways. Um, yeah. You mentioned something that was interesting. And um, one thing that I found was um, a lot of people talking about imposter uh, syndrome are talking about their profession, right, with work. But it doesn't just start at professional level. It can start when you're younger. True? Like you were saying. Absolutely, absolutely. So these are feelings that seep in us, uh, not just from a professional uh, point of view, but also when we are studying, or maybe even uh, if we look back at our journey from a student's point of view, what we can see is that we've always tried to scrutinize ourselves in constant comparison and, you know, trying to parallel with our peers and say classmates. Yes. So this is a feeling that uh, is a corollary of uh, comparing ourselves to others and then eventually doubting our own abilities. So it's yeah. not restricted to only professional level. Mm -hmm. it's, it can be outside our professional life as well. A lot of people who are not in the say, uh, who are not uh, in the corporate uh, life, uh, lifestyle or say the professional lifestyle and have passed that phase of life are also feeling similar kind of issues. So we cannot conclude that it's just restricted to, you know, professional yeah, I know. And I think that's that's important thing for people to realize that it 
it's not just in professional. It can it can start younger, and people should kind of keep an eye out. Um, that Absolutely. you know, uh, right? When they see a, a younger child, or you know, even you know, college, university level, um, starting to show doubts of themselves, um, they they actually may start to feel that, and it'd be good to open up a conversation, right? Absolutely. I I just add an example here. So uh, while I started to you know face these issues of imposter syndrome later in my college life, mm-hmm. I started reading about it uh, as a means to cope up with this problem. So what I discovered was that there was a uh, psychiatrist uh, back in the 19th century. Her her name was Rose uh, Clarence uh, Rose Clance. Yeah, Rose Clance. And the whole fundamental of this imposter syndrome phenomenon was discovered by her. Okay. So what what she did was what she did was she uh, kept her students under observation, and the results were such that led to the foundation of this whole imposter syndrome that we see across the globe today. So some of the findings were that uh, the students uh, who were studying under Rose mm-hmm. were all dealing with this feeling of fraudulence. So mm-hmm. most of them were not uh, uh, were not you know uh, content with their uh, marks. Uh, it's not that they were not happy that the marks are low or high, but mm-hmm. they to that university in the first place. Right. Uh, they believe. Some of them were even convinced to the limit that uh, they started doubting their whole admission process and they believe that it's been a result of, say, administrative fallacy. Okay. That is how it led the foundation uh, that we read up and we face today. Do you, um, did they mention what are some techniques or things that could be done to help, um, to help this? Sure. So over the years, there has been a lot of research and emphasis laid uh, towards this uh, whole spectrum of imposter syndrome. And some of the ways to cope up with this problem is that uh, to share, to -hmm. share with people, to share with peers, to share with seniors. If it's majorly seen in the workplace that we uh, find uh, such kind of issues and in uh, to a certain extent, even while we are in the academia, Mm-hmm. So what is the best resolution towards this whole problem is that uh, you can actually share it out to people. What okay. we've seen is that perhaps just merely sharing the whole problem might not give you any solutions and might not make you, uh, you know, feel uh, subsidized towards that problem. But definitely what we've seen is that uh, when we share about our insecurities and about our uh, fraudulent uh, behavior towards our own self, towards our self-doubt what we've seen is that the issues that we are facing are pretty much common towards the other end as well to the people we are talking to so we uh, tend to we tend to um, believe that uh, this these are the issues that only we are facing these uh, uh, and we are only dealing with them on a private or say on an individual level mm-hmm. but the more we communicate we realize that this is a problem that uh, pretty much all of us are facing uh, on a mundane basis so that so is how it's a good feeling to us. Yes. So you 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 get to find out you're not alone, right? And that it's a normal exactly. feeling because maybe that yeah. feeling it, it adds when you're thinking, oh my God, I'm the only one who's going through this. But when you hear other exactly. people are going through it, then you're like, okay, this is something yeah. normal, right? We we all feel correct, this. correct. Okay. Correct, correct. Do you think that um it also has to do with self-esteem? No, it does not have to do with self-esteem 
that is something that I was convinced uh, before reading up and, uh, you know, overcoming the whole issue. Mm-hmm. But it has more to do with, uh, you know, uh, constant comparison with people okay. and the whole feeling of, you know, invalidating our own efforts to a certain extent. Uh, when you are at a certain level in life, when you have certain accomplishment in life, mm-hmm. we tend to believe we mostly uh, people who are dealing with imposter syndrome believe that we do not uh, we do not we are not worthy of those accomplishments mm-hmm. and no matter uh, the kind of accomplishments that we achieve uh, throughout our journey nothing would be able to rest those feelings of fraudulence but uh, yeah to just you know um, uh, just um, concise it to a problem of say anxiety depression i don't think that fits into the definition at all but yeah, it's more to do with, uh, you know, doubting your own self when it comes to comparison with your peers and other individuals. Something that I was learning about it, which I found was interesting, is that even if you were doing really good, that mm-hmm. um, you push yourself harder because you don't believe it. You think it's it's a coincidence. It's good luck. It's, it's not because of mm-hmm. your capability. Mm-hmm. Your ability. Right? Uh, which, yeah. I mean, that, that kind of... Um, it's hard for you to prove against yourself, right? You, you almost have a little yeah. internal argument saying that, oh, this this happened by accident. So next time I've got to do double the work, right? Like you. Uh, yeah, not like in all the cases. What I've mm-hmm. seen is that uh, th- this is a kind of extrinsic motivation which keeps us going. When we compare ourselves to people, we believe that, oh, we're not good enough. Let's push ourselves, which is a good space to be in uh, mm-hmm. in some cases. Right. But uh, this extrinsic, this extrinsic motivation does not always you know coincide with the problems of imposter syndrome actually the thing is that uh, no level of accomplishments will actually ever be able to you know subsidize or rest our feelings of fraudulence when we'll be at the pedestal of what we want to be today we'll again be uh, you know self-doubting ourselves oh uh, i'm not good enough i think the other person would be more worthy and that is how it uh, subsidizes the whole feeling so I'll give you an example. So even, uh, you know, the famous uh, American scientist, Albert Einstein, was uh-huh. feeling uh, through, uh, was going through this phase. So he believed that he was, uh, he was a voluntary swindler is what, how, is how he defined himself. So basically it means that his contributions to the whole world, uh, to the whole field of science were not good enough and, you know, uh, embarked on a space that uh, got him a lot. Uh, he didn't deserve that to a lot of, uh, to a certain extent, is what he believed. Same for the famous author, uh, Maya Angelou. So mm-hmm. even after her illustrious, uh, you know, contribution uh, to the literary world, she believed that her works were not seminal enough to, you know, get the kind of appreciation that she has received over the years. Okay. So it's a feeling that uh, not just people on the pedestal feel that, but people across the globe, irrespective of gender, territory, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, or the race feel that. Do you think that it, it has more um, to do with emotion than logic only because it seems as though it's a feeling? It's not the logic could prove that you're doing well, right? You could show everything that you're doing, but it seems like that feeling is what's holding you back. That is uh, spot on. But again, I would not, you know, restrict myself to, you know, belittling someone's um, feeling uh, mm-hmm. when in uh, doing comparison to the whole spectrum of logic, because then it will again kill the whole space of our growth and, you know, communicating it to people. 
but yes uh, uh, your point makes sense to me uh, uh, that uh, it's more to do with our own feelings than to logic right because if logic was in uh, uh, in place we wouldn't be doubting ourselves we wouldn't be doubting like those students that rose uh, kept under observation wouldn't doubt wouldn't doubt themselves when they were scoring uh, such great uh, grades uh, in their university in the first place so yeah okay so all right um have you I, i was going to ask you if you had any examples of other people but you you actually already beat me to it you talked about einstein you talked about maya angelo uh you, yeah. you gave us a little bit of your own story there as well um do you think that uh imposter syndrome is something that schools should be looking out for um, you know, that they, or even uh, professional workplaces should be keeping an eye out. I mean, right now um, they're looking for stress, right? Stress, depression, and things like that. Um, but should this also be something that they should focus on as well? All right. So as a part of our curriculum in school, uh, um, I mean, what, what I had observed was that stress management was, uh, was covered to a certain extent. Uh, maybe the, there was not uh, a lot of emphasis on that subject per se but okay. yes it was covered uh, you know briefly it was touched upon briefly but again imposter syndrome was never even you know considered it was totally out of the question back then right. because there is a tendency that imposter syndrome is totally related to the professional workspace right. and the whole spectrum of professionalism but that is not true what i believe is that laying a foundation about these young students who will eventually enter the whole domain of corporate uh, and this working space uh, this uh, you know uh, letting uh, giving them or paving them a foundation these feelings will definitely help them cope up with these problems later in their life because this is a problem that everyone has faced i don't think there would be people who can say that oh no i never doubt myself because i what i understand i might be totally wrong but what i understand is that everybody has their own uh, stories and has their own issues yes. uh, with themselves they they all doubt we all doubt ourselves isn't yes. it so yeah. well i you know what i appreciate you taking the time to talk about this topic i think more people that talk about it will you know open up the channels of communication and show just Absolutely. like you said it's not just professional it can start younger than that and um the sooner people can talk about it the the sooner they can start to recover and 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 um learn more about it right exactly exactly you know setting the foundations right is the most uh, rightest way to you know uh, combat with these problems at the age that we are at yes. or maybe yes. at a later stage in life for everybody yes well okay i'm going to end our our podcast now um i think that was a good spot to to end it so um i just wanted to say thank you so much for um talking to us today and letting us learn more about this subject um i think we'll definitely hear more about it out there uh for you know time to come and um i just wanted to say thank you to all of our viewers and uh please be sure to like and subscribe to us and um if there are any other topics that you're interested in just leave us a comment um is there anything you'd like to say to them uh, abinav before we sign off yes uh, i guess this is the you know uh, foundation for communication and if anybody ever feels you know the self doubt and you know not being good enough must understand that you are competent and you have that ability just believe in yourself yes
Thank you very much. Appreciate it. One moment. Thank you for having me. Simply human.